0: And welcome to our first episode of Why Such a Fuss Podcast. I'm Christina from CVG Solutions, and we are a multi-award GDPR consulting business. Today, we're joined by James from Uptech, who will be a regular guest to our podcast. James, would you like to tell us a bit more about you and Uptech?
1: Thank you, Christina. Uh, James, I'm James Fowler. I'm the business development manager here at Uptech. Uh, Uptech are a multi-award winning MSSP, uh, which is your managed security services provider. Uh, Basically, it's about your cybersecurity and your IT solutions and having them all managed in one, one spot.
0: Thank you, James. Okay, so in today's episode, we will be talking about the definition of personal data and addressing some key questions. So what is personal data? The regulation defines personal data as any information relating to an identified or identifiable natural person. Okay, so what is a natural person? The regulation defines a natural person as a data subject. So what is a data subject? A data subject is a living individual. So if someone is deceased, their data falls outside of the GDPR. Because GDPR, to apply, the individual needs to be living. And we will see in the next episode why that is important. Typical personal data are things like name, contact details, such as home address, email address, whether it's personal or work, phone number, personal or work, date of birth, financial information, lifestyle, culture, social identity, physiological, genetic, and also mental. Um, so very often I get asked why is the email address or the phone number for work personal data. If the phone number directly links to an individual, in other words, not a switchboard, then the individual can be identified through that phone number. The same applies to an email address. So if the email address has the name of the individual like John at or John dot Smith at and then the name of the company. Again, it's directly linked to the individual and therefore the individual can be identified unless it's a mailbox which is accessed by multiple people. So, James, based on what I've just explained, why is it important to protect personal data? What might happen if we don't? And from an IT perspective, what security measures should be thinking about? Thank you, Christina. Yeah, it, when it comes to why is it important to protect the
1: personal data? It's important because we don't want to have that breach take place. Those that that whole it's going to be damaging to your business's reputation it's going to be damaging from a financial aspect as well the fines from the ico the 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 lack lo- the lack of revenue downtime all of these things are are potentially there that are going to affect you um And and that's kind of moved me already through to what happens if we don't protect it, you know, in protecting it and making sure you've got the the right controls in place, help you protect that person that's there. And you're then just doing the you are doing the right things for the right reasons. And that's the, the main thing. And ultimately, when you get these things correct. Your your processes work far better. You have less issues going forward, um, not just from an, from an, in, an a data or an IT perspective, just from your day-to-day processes within the business as well. Having those things in place will help you be more efficient and work towards a, 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 your goals. From a, an IT perspective, those kind of security measures that you should have in place, there are quite a few to, to discuss, and I know we're going to discuss some of those in more depth moving forward. It's about having more than just an antivirus. You need to be looking at anti-ransomware, anti-encryption models, what a, a backup solution, the anti-spam, all of those kind of things around that about having the right things to protect the end user. You know, cyber is on the rise and it's costing our, our economy billions of pounds. At the end of 2020, we were looking at 21 billion pounds is what it cost the UK economy. And that is on the rise. They're looking at a 30% increase to 2023, which is it's not a small amount of money. You're also looking at a 30% increase in cyber attacks. Your SM SMBs are the ones that are most highly targeted because they're the ones that are most likely to pay a ransom because the data is going to be more important to them. In 2020, 65,000 SMBs reported cyber attacks, and they're the ones that reported it, not the one, not those that didn't report it. And there will be ones that didn't. Since the, since the introduction of GDPR, it has been thousands and thousands and thousands of data breach notifications. And it is highly, highly important to just protect those side of things.
0: Thank you, James. And you touched um, on backup, and I just wanted to go a little bit deeper on that because I often get asked for, um, you know, when I do networking or from, you know, clients, I have, you know, MS Office backup. Is that enough?
1: So there is no backup to Microsoft Office. There is a restore function, which works up to a number of versions. And if you leave an Excel file open for the day, because of the way the sync works, you will use more than 240 versions in a, in a day. So you won't be able to go back to another point in time. There is also a statement from Microsoft and many of the larger organizations, uh, such as Google, Xero, um, within, their, within their terms and conditions, that actually puts the backup solution on the end user. So if you don't have a solution outside of their their offering, if they if you need something restoring and can't, that is completely down to you as the as the unit user and account holder. It is nothing to do with them, unfortunately.
0: Right. Thank you. Thank you, James, for clarifying that. And another sort of question that is. Um, Again, I come across and I find as when I go into a client and I do an audit or I do a gap analysis, if it's the first client or the first time I'm going in, one of the things that I always look at is whether their hard disk on the various laptops is, is encrypted. Why Why is it important that it's encrypted?
1: So one of the, the biggest reasons it should be encrypted is the one of the scariest things to know is, That if you take your hard drive out and plug it into a hard drive reader, you can straight away read what's on there. So you can access files, you can access user information, even down to the stored passwords within Google or within Microsoft, um, within the accounts, within those free keepers that are there, Um, their bookmarks, their history. All of those kind of things are available directly by just taking a hard drive and plugging it into a reader. It's not overly complicated to get past a, a login details on a device, um, so a, a hacker or someone who's relatively tech savvy will be able to brute force that and get in if they got the device. And and this is the encryption side of things certainly came to to light much more with the the loss of uh, thumb drives, USB drives, laptops, and mobile phones by unfortunately people on local government who have left these kind of things in taxis and in trains or at airports with sensitive data on them and that sensitive data could have just been email addresses and telephone numbers with personal identifiers on but it's a huge huge way that a very simple way of protecting yourself from that kind of data breach by having that encrypted
0: and it's with not that encryption. going to need that isn't it isn't it james it's not expensive at
1: all no no it, it's very and it's not it's not very intrusive either no to have the encryption on a, on a device is, is very very cost effective for, a, for as a solution to protect the data that's on your device whether it be a a desktop computer or, or predominantly laptops and this is going to become part of cyber essentials as well moving forward
0: that's good i uh, you know i know that you know my hard disk is encrypted and actually i feel quite um safe because you know should i lose or forget you know my my laptop somewhere because i I go and visit clients so sometimes it's it's left somewhere or you know i use the train like you said and so it's easily done especially if, you know, if you're in a rush but you know, if that were to happen to me if i were to lose my laptop I would not panic because I know that my data is safe and I just need to get another laptop and re-download it and yeah. I'll be fine. So I would recommend everybody to to get that done. And as we said, it's not expensive and it's not intrusive either. So yeah. It's just, it's just uh, you know an additional password that you've got to remember, that's all. <laughs> this concludes our episode one. Thank you very much and uh, see you the next time. See you again soon.